my coworkers that did for me. That was really funny and well done. It's funny. Yeah. I can't believe he had that. He's got the he's got the Photoshop skills intact. Clearly. Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United podcast. My name's TJ. I'm here with my buddies Dan and Colin. As always, what's going on, guys? How are we doing tonight? How's it going, Gargo and y'all? Y'all, I guess I fit into y'all. I'm doing okay. I'm just one of the others, <laughs> one of the masses. A whole group of of Dan's on the bottom here. <laughs> Um, so guys, as always, we'd like to, uh, you know, remind you, please subscribe to us if you can. If you have any questions, comments, shoot us an email at bigblueunitedpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you follow Big Blue United on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for all your Giants needs. Um, Dan, have we heard anything from Gettleman this week? No, he's underground, man. He's <laughs> totally ghosted us. His his famous uh, social media imprint has been silent. So So not only are people talking, but people are worried. You know, where, where is Dave? Hashtag. Hashtag where is Dave? It's, it's, it's sad, you know. You know, I guess trying to rebuild and win at the same time was an interesting strategy going into this year. You know, we just don't see his vision. I think that's the thing. And he's, he's getting a little frustrated that we can't see the awesome offensive line he's built and the high-impact skill players he's brought on. So, um, you know, it's really on us that he's, he's underground at this point. <laughs> well, I guess let's go get right into talking about the Cowboys game. Uh, Giants lost 37-34. They went in as 7.5-point uh, underdogs, so outperformed Ve- what Vegas thought, at least. Um, this drops the Giants to 0-5, makes them 12-41 since losing to the Packers in the playoffs in 2016. Seventh straight loss to the Cowboys. Um, but we can say that it looks like there is some progress being made um, for this team this week, and we definitely can say that they are the best winless team in the NFL. Right, guys? Oh, yeah, totally. Really rocking it. Boy. I mean, if you can win in the East, you can win anywhere, right, guys? That's what they say. It's like New York City. Well, I, I will say that, that this game was, as a Giants fan, the most entertaining or fun game to watch in that our offense produced. TJ got his wish. He saw a touchdown, a bona fide touchdown, and, and more to boot. Um, and it was also sort of marred by... Uh, a, a really gruesome penalty uh, uh, injury suffered by Dak Prescott. Um, you know, you don't, you don't like to see it. Um, you know, there's, there's like a weird part of you as a fan. It's like, Oh no, we're catching a break. Their best player is injured, but that, that is brutal, especially with everything, everything surrounding him um, as a franchise tag player and, and the contract negotiations that they've been holding out on sort of dragging him around. Um, it's awful, awful timing. And, and that's a, a really gruesome injury that, uh, you know, it's never good to see. Yeah, I mean, you know, that guy, he's been through a difficult year, you know, with his brother uh, passing away and, and now this injury. And also, I feel bad for him because he was playing on the tag, too. He just maybe lost a lot of money. And, and that injury is not something you want anybody to see, even your worst enemy, even the quarterback of the team you hate the most. So, uh, you know, I hope Dak, a speedy recovery. I hope he gets back in the on the field next year and uh, proves proves he's a, he's a good quarterback and get get, his, get paid, you know. You know, I, I hate Jerry Jones so much. You, you know that there's a part of him that's kind of just like, oh, I don't have to pay him. Yes. Yeah, he wanted yeah. he wants Dalton in there. He's like, yes, Red Rocket can finally, you know, do what I envision him doing. <laughs> I mean, other than Cole exactly. McCoy, he's, you know, probably the best backup in the league. Well, I uh, mean, I don't know who's the leader that Colt is, but, you know, <laughs> physical skills probably. He's got a great haircut too, Andy Dalton. It's very like yeah. uh, I don't know, maybe like emo sort of thing. Uh, I don't, I don't alt right, like yeah, alt right, emo. 
Oh, that's that. There you go. That's a genre. There we go. Oh, yeah. oh, boy. Um, that's so, the most depressing genre of music of all time. Ted Kennedy. Wah. God. Um, okay. So, I mean, look, the Giants played. I, I'm still laughing. The Giants played better. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Giants played better. We saw progress. This is what we wanted to see out of this team. So, we scored some touchdowns. Um, Daniel Jones still fumbled and turned it over, which is, you know, the hallmark of this team uh, turning the ball over at least once a game. And it's a trademark move. That, 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 it's just what, what's going on these days. And I think uh, the biggest thing that happened was the penalties really came out this week and, and stifled this team to, to a great degree. Um, eight penalties for 81 yards. And, and before this game, the Giants were among the least penalized uh, teams in the league. And I know I mentioned last week about the penalties, and, and here they came in full force. Um, obviously, the two penalties that negated the touchdowns were brutal. Um, and – uh, I know some people were mentioning the officiating that the Ratley pick wasn't intentional. Okay, th- those touchdown calls were, were were what they were, but you know um, the the officials didn't force Adrian Colbert to uh, headhunt Ceedee Lamb for 15 yards twice either. Twice. So it, it is on it is on the team. Um, so I guess my question is: Do you guys think the Giants kind of shot themselves in the foot this game, Colin? Uh, I think as you were just saying this, I think. What happened is they've been so good with the penalties in the past because they weren't playing that rival, and they just lost it this game. It was just like, oh, Cowboys, let's just completely lose all control. And they probably just, I don't know, everyone's so young that I think that was a lack of cohesiveness and just kind of sticking to a plan. They just wanted to get fired up and see if they can use their emotion to win, which is cool. They stayed in it. They scored more than they usually do. But if you can't keep your drives going... And not shoot yourself in the book, the the foot rather. Um, what's the point? Do you guys think that they had more penalties this game than in prior in the season because they're actually playing with fans in the in the stands? You know, they had it. They've been playing to empty stadiums up until this point. I think that's not a bad assumption, actually. So they just uh, crumble Im- immediately under adverse conditions. Well, well, I mean, of course that's going to happen. How many people did they let in? Did the broadcast say it? It was twenty-five percent. Okay. I so don't know what the like, capacity of that stadium is, but it's a it's a huge stadium, so I'd imagine it's quite a few people. It's like a hundred thousand or something. Stupid. Who knows? Whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that could be the case. I mean, maybe if you saw a lot of like false starts and stuff like that with the crowd noise. Um, I'm, I don't know if really anybody watching is going to be a detriment. I think of anything that kind of hypes people up, and I know that you know I saw Giants fans in the stands wearing the jersey, so. They did have, some, have a little bit of a home hometown crowd there as well, as they do wherever they go sometimes. You know, teams like the Giants and the Cowboys are kind of liked all over, depending on where you go. Did you say the well, Jets? Tra- well traveled. I said Giants, man. Oh, oh sorry. I, Jets. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I don't think the Jets travel that well. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't, they don't do anything well. <laughs> the New York, New York sports, man. It's, it's painful. Uh, and, uh, you know, let's uh, let's talk about Jones. Um, I, I feel like this, this game made me more of a believer in him. Um the old line is giving him nothing to work with. Um, he looks like his pocket presence has drastically improved since the last outing. Um, he was stepping up in the pocket. That one play where, um, you know, the, everything broke down and he had to scramble outside and through that sideline pass to Slayton was great. That's like, to me, was, yeah, it was like elite quarterback play. I, you know, he was pressured, what, 19 out of 35 dropbacks. So he's not getting help from the line. I mean, we can beat a dead horse with this line and we're certainly going to do it again today. <laughs> but he made me believe a little more. I think, you know, at the end of the game, he had really had an opportunity to shut up all his critics, and, and he didn't come through with, with a minute and 50 left. Um, 
you know, that that sucks. I'm, I'm so, sorry the team didn't win, but he's making progress to me. What do you guys think about him, Dan? I think it's it's sort of more of the same. I, I would say he was mostly average with some really amazing moments, like that play you recall before where he scrambled out to the sideline and made that tiptoe pass. He did it twice, to, uh, actually. Yeah, there was I, – I can't remember if it was the first or second one, but both of them were just signature, just – incredible incredible like you said elite plays which is awesome to see but he still he still has some some problems with you know ability to, to get through his reads um staring yeah. down receivers you know i'm not you know we were looking at some other uh, comments on twitter and i forgot who said this tj shared it um but about him not really getting help from the scheme um and you know we probably do want to talk about the play calling as well but i'm i think the play calling was easy to get excited about i think they ran some really cool interesting trick plays but i think that also overshadows that the majority of the plays were also pretty vanilla i don't think you know the regular the regular sets and the regular passing and running plays were creating you know opportunities for the receivers or running backs though the running game did look better um but daniel jones wasn't getting helped out by the scheme in traditional play play calling um but for his his play particularly again tantalizing moments followed by you know he got strip sacked um there are moments where you he looks like he's got a lot of pocket awareness and he and he scrambles but then nothing happens he should just throw it away sometimes still um instead of taking the sack but again yeah i'm encouraged by him i i think he's got a bad hand dealt to him with the talent that surrounds him right now so it's unfortunate it's hard to evaluate him i think he's got a lot of talent but um it's just really rough sledding for him i think it's it's possible that he is doing enough to help his case regardless of who the GM is going forward, which is good on multiple fronts. Because if that means trading him, if that comes to it, or having him stick around for whatever reason, cool. Because what I don't want, and I've mentioned it before, is he, he can't get Mark Sanchez out of the league. I can't. I That's just so infuriating. It's fine when the Jets do it, but I, I'm I, I'm not going to stand for it. I know we're going to do it anyway, but uh, I w- I'd like to see him. When you say Mark almost... Sanchez out of league, what 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 do you exactly mean? Uh, completely and totally stunted developmentally to the point where there is past the point of no return, regardless of what situation and what franchise you go to afterwards. Right. Th- and that's as a starter or a backup. I, I get that. And I get the stunning his his like progress as a, as a quarterback, but I would say. Getting replaced by Geno Smith is a lot different than getting replaced by Trevor Lawrence. Oh, that's a whole... I mean... <laughs> uh, yes, yes, of course. But that's just like another mind-blowingly infuriating situation. Eli Manning knows but all he, about that too, doesn't he? Uh, yes, he certainly does. Speaking of which, uh, when we were mentioning the sideline tiptoe and uh, uh, catches that Slayton had, I had visions of a, a well-dressed Imani Toomer catching oh, the ball. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, like, yes, bring it back, please. Oh, yeah, Slayton had so, it. I mean, Slayton was great. Eight, eight balls over 100 yards. Um, yeah. Made, what, what, could have been more. Could have been more if that touchdown yeah. had counted. And, and you know, yeah. I don't want to go back to what you said about Jones. I, I thought he was throwing the ball away. Um, this game more than he yes, had. Yes, yes, I agree too. He did a lot. So I think he maybe you know is putting some some smaller pieces together that are really gonna ele- really make me think that he can elevate his game further. Um, it, I just want to see him. You know, we have a run game, so we saw that that helped him play better. I'd love to see him behind some competent blocking. That would yeah. be wonderful. And Dan, I, I know you have a lot to say about the O line today, so why don't you hit us with, uh, with some of that good info? 
Yeah, I mean, the O-line was atrocious as usual. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it was Cam Fleming or Nick Gates that was called for the the, the, the trick play uh, fake field goal. They, they called uh, it on Gates, but it was Fleming who did it. So, so it was just yeah. incompetence overall that you pin it on either one of them. Yeah. They're so bad. Um, yeah, but they, they were awful. They, they were getting some push in the run game for what did uh freeman have like 65 yards today 67 total 89 rushing yards oh really okay that's different than what i read yeah um and then uh but pass blocking is atrocious Uh, according to pff that the highest rated pass rusher on the offensive line or pass blocker on the offensive line is will hernandez with a 55.6 score uh then is zeitler with 54 Followed by Fleming with 51, Andrew Thomas with 47, and Nick Gates with 46. And this is out of 100, guys. So, uh, it's awful. That, That's grotesque. Without a doubt, the worst pass blocking offensive line in the league. And run block wise, they're still bottom, <laughs> bottom dwelling run blocking offensive line. Um, and the thing Andrew that Thomas you, might want to switch to tight end, though, catching some, oh. catching the ball. Yeah. How crazy was that? Did you guys see the clip they had from practice where he was catching passes? I didn't see week? that. No, no, no. It's yeah, awesome, it was like, he was catching passes like, okay. And they used it. That was cool. Yeah, that is nice. And especially, I mean, the trick play that got called back on the, on that uh, fake field goal or whatever the hell. Um, that was sweet. That, like, was a nice change I, of I pace, lo- too. I loved how Engram, like, played coy and pre- like pretended he was getting off the field and just kind of stood, stood, stood there and no one really noticed him. It was well executed. It just, you know, that no one likes to get set. Yeah, so that was uh, that play was brutal. Though Andrew Thomas converted a two-point conversion, he also allowed nine pressures on, <laughs> on Daniel Jones. It's bad. And he, at this point, is clearly the worst of the offensive tackles drafted um, in the in the, the – in the first round um his run blocking pass blocking uh scores are, are just way below Derek wills mckay beckton and tristan Wirfs. uh he looks on the film way worse something about him is like i see when he drops back to, to pass block he like takes his first step then it's like almost like he forgets where he is and like he forgets to put his hands on people or he forgets like what the objective is and it's just something isn't clicking for him and and it doesn't make a lot of sense because his performance was stellar in college and he graded out incredibly in the, in the combine uh and all offensive line gurus were like this guy in the very least is like going to be you know starting quality above average tackle very soon and he is playing very poorly and i don't know if that's a result of who's around him coaching or just inability to take the next step in his uh well, you know, progress as a player, but it's concerning at this point, five games in. What do we start to do in terms of thinking, is it a Colombo thing at this point, or is the talent so poor that it, and it's a combination of both. I don't, Colombo seemed to be a good coach in Dallas, uh, which leads me to believe that the talent is just lacking and which is nice because then it just, you know, points to the Getty goods. And, uh, Mr. Gettleman himself, which was fine with me. Anything to, to put the spotlight on that guy and get him out of the bunker, I, I'm down with. <laughs> out <of> the bunker. <laughs> I think talent's lacking. I think I think the team, yeah. when is still playing hard, remarkably, I just think that their hard isn't that good because yeah. they're just lacking the talent. You know, 
I don't get why they haven't tried something new with you know shuffle this line around. I mean, Nick Gates is not a center. It, that's become no. painfully obvious, you know. And if Cam Fleming is is going to be you know the second worst, third worst, fourth worst tackle in the NFL, just take him out. Put Gates at right tackle. Start anybody at, at center. Uh, you know uh, Lemieux, or you could start Pert out there. I mean, I think you keep Andrew Thomas where he is because you know he, I, as you said before, he was supposedly the most pro ready tackle in the draft, but he's young. You know, some guys take longer to develop than others. You know, he's, he's, his career is far from over because of, you know, five poor games. So he needs to stay in the lineup. I think everybody else can be shuffled around at this point, and I think it, they need to do it. I, I think there's one more name that has to be added to the, to the list of possible centers. And that's you, TJ. I think, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're long snapping and your short, your short shotgun snaps of uh, Pop Warner sixth grade era were just stellar. And I thought, you know, you gave me the thumbs up under the center. I was, I was, I was pumped up. I was motivated, and I think this team needs some motivation. So, I, do you have your pads still? Or uh, I, I feel like between now and then, I've drank far too many um, New England IPAs to uh, be a functional <laughs> lineman in the NFL. No, that yeah. actually helps. You're bulking, bulking season. Bulking, dude. yeah, great. <laughs> How long do you think you would last in one play in an NFL game? Like, would you break all your bones immediately, or do you think you? I think all of them. You think you can make it one play? Well, let's, uh, wait, wait. Let's actually break this down. What position? We we have to talk about what yes. position we're playing. All right, yes, just, yes, I like Just it. say you're running back and you get the ball for one carry. A running back. Yeah, oh, one carry. I'm dead. <laughs> I would shatter. Uh, well, it depends on the play. Are you are you getting the ball on the play? I don't think it does. It doesn't matter. Are you pass blocking? You're done anyway. Are you going to take it and run a route and they're just going to shove you down the first five yards? But you might not die on that play. Well, it it wouldn't be good for anybody. Uh, Yeah, I guess what would be the easiest position besides kicker or punter, I suppose? I guess you could play safety and just stand there. I, I could maybe do long snapping and not die. Oh, yeah, because you can't, uh, you can't, can you go over the long snapper? Of course, yeah. Uh, y- yes. No, there's some weird rule. What's the weird rule? I don't that remember. You, can't you get be... a free release? Yeah, I believe that's what it yeah. is. Which I think is... you could take a page out of AJ Green's book and just, just run away from contact everywhere. <laughs> just just not even try to play football. Uh, hang them up, man. Well, well, I want to talk about that later, actually. But the, yeah, I, yeah. the one thing I do want to say about, you know, the the uh, Giants is that Graham Gonneau, is the MVP of this team so far? He's incredible. What I was a like, wait, was it? It was a, he had four kicks and and three of them were over fifty yards. Yeah, yeah. He, he he had a he had a game, a real good game. We I, called I, it. I, a field goal. I, I had uh, that's right. Dad. I had um, I had Steph uh, Mahwaf pick him up uh, last minute, uh, and she I think she might be winning, and her team's been pretty pretty bad. So that's cool. All right, shout on. out to, so uh, to just Steph. a really bad fantasy family over there, huh, Colin? Yeah. Uh, it's, she actually did a majority of that draft herself, and the team looked decent, which is the same as me for every league. And I actually might get my second win in in, uh, in that other other random league, so I'm happy about that. But everybody else, I you yeah. good luck. No, no one wants to hear about your fantasy roster. Yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> Riley Dixon. Oh, what could have okay. been? Oh man, that was a bummer. But oh, <sighs> yeah, just coughing corners and throwing touchdowns. That's just what he does. Yeah, you know what? The special yeah, teams is there, man. You can't you can't deny that. That's for. sure. And we, we we discussed it a couple episodes ago about how they were practicing that in the um uh the the blue and white scrimmage. That's yeah. right. They did they did show all that, which is weird because you wouldn't think they'd be showing stuff like that and then use it. But hey, it it, it would have worked if yeah. if there was you know Cam Fleming 
dumpy pants could get his get his stuff together. <laughs> I, he's got the dumpiest pants in the league. It's, there's no no arguing it. <laughs> um, I guess we'll, we'll talk a little about defense. Can, we can't start without mentioning uh, Lorenzo Carter went down with a torn Achilles out for the year. Um, and we have Zemenis already on IR. He should be back this year. Which, yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, um, so Golden and Fackrell are the guys now. And and these are two guys who, you know, as we said before, both have had double-digit sack seasons. I mean, me personally, I, I would love to see Carter out there and Zemenis out there developing. I think Carter was starting to get there. You know, he was inconsistent in years prior. I think he was really starting to put it together here and there. But I think in terms of the product that was put on the field, it's not going to be that much of a drop-off to these two guys. Um, are you guys worried about the outside linebacker position at all, Dan? Yeah, uh, I'm worried because I, I think Carter was, you know, in the pro- – maybe he didn't take the next step, but he was. I think he was going to at some point this year. Uh, and it was really disappointing because I think he was probably our collective – one of, if not – our favorite player on on the defense to watch this year, so from a, a viewing perspective, it's going to suck. Um, and then uh, Zimenez was playing really poorly before his injury, uh, so I don't have a ton of faith in him taking taking a leap. Uh, you know, this you'd hope Golden could uh, sort of you know live up to what we we hope from him and I guess we didn't pay him like that but he does have the talent to be a a playmaker as far as a pass rusher and Fackrell had a great game he he was super 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 exciting he he was making plays all over the place uh he had a pick six um so that was awesome but uh you also this I don't think the ceiling is that high high for him and you sort of know what you're gonna get and, and that's fine if he produces um but in this kind of defense, you need your outside linebackers to be absolute game wreckers and, and playmakers. And at this point, I, I, I don't know we're going to get that from whoever's left. Yeah, I think the depth is the biggest thing. I mean, it's cool if they, they put up some numbers and get a little consistent the next couple of weeks. But what happens when someone you know, is tired? Who, who goes in there instead? I don't even know what the depth chart's looking uh, at the, for outside linebackers. They're bringing in now. a guy from Miami um, that played for Graham. I know he was undrafted oh. free agent. Um, I, I, okay. I don't want to name off the top of my head, but he should be signing soon. Um, That's cool. Kind of a middle-of-the-road guy, though. I mean, but hmm. fine for spelling people, I suppose. We have Cam Brown, uh, Carter Coughlin. Oh, Carter Coughlin. Yeah, yeah, the rookies. The rookies yeah. need to step up if they can. I, I, I want to see Carter Coughlin because he had a very productive college career. Get him in there. That's right. Devontae Downs is now our starting right inside linebacker. Oh, it doesn't well, look uh, great. Tay Crowder doesn't look great. Tay Crowder had seventy four percent of the snaps this game. They, I don't. They had him in there, uh, Mister Irrelevant, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I guess. I, yeah, the defense has been interesting because Julian Love did not play at all, and, and I'm yeah. the impression that he's been benched. Um, yeah, why? Which, is, which like, is crazy. I mean, what? Let me let me see here. He went from what? He went from <clears> he played 100 percent of the snaps the first game to 98 to 88 to 30 percent and then zero percent this this game. So I guess very that, strange. Yeah, I mean, Jabril Peppers was uh, you know he only played a little bit because he came back, but I thought Logan Ryan um, definitely played well in that spot. I think he had like eight tackles. Um, the other the other safety position was uh, Colbert, who had those stu- two stupid penalties, but he had a tackle for a loss and a bunch of tackles too. So maybe he is playing better than Love. Um, I don't know. What, what we what we really have to talk about and, and a glaring uh, deficiency on this defense is the second corner spot. So yeah. Ryan, what Ryan Lewis is the third uh, guy to start this year, and he just got picked on all game. Ceedee Lamb had a field day on him. I mean, at this point, 
you know, when are you going to let Darnay Holmes just get that starting corner spot? Do you, what do you guys think about uh, him? Uh, or I'm mean, not I mean, him, just about that corner spot. Well, he's good. He's real good. He's playing pretty consistently, but he I, he doesn't strike me as an outside corner. Still, he, I feel like he's still getting picked on. I feel like offenses are picking on him, and he's he he has potential, but I don't know that he's gonna be able to to be a a solid outside corner right right now I, I don't know why else they'd be bringing all these guys no matter who it is just trying anyone but him uh to consistently play outside so th- th- there's got to be something going on there um it's just we have so many injuries man we have so yeah. many people uh covid uh and sam beal and and west uh, not west mckinney though i'd <laughs> like to talk about him a little bit more yeah nice um but our secondary has been uh, the the weak spot of our defense, you know, headed into the season, and then we hit those injuries and 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 the people not playing, and it's just uh, you can't expect much. Yeah, Adrian Colbert, it, he played you know, okay. It, I mean, nothing to write I mean, home about. He made, Two stupid penalties. Yeah, really stupid back breaking penalties, and so, and so did Lewis. Uh, well, he didn't make penalties, but he he led up to <laughs> back breaking passes. On the sideline. Yeah, there. Michael Gallup uh, was killing him. CeeDee Lamb was killing him all game. I mean, Michael Gallup just, you know, at the end of the game, that drive was so easy for them. And, and you guys, I know you say Darnell Holmes, maybe don't see him. So I don't know. Like, when I watched, I was watching the game, watching him play. He had two, what, two passes defense and, like, half a sack with Golden. Like, he was playing well. It looks like he is a, the better football player on the field. Just give him a shot. Yeah. I mean, if we saw the result of the, uh, you know, who else is starting there. And... And, yeah. he, and, you know, it, it's really lucky that we have Bradbury on the other side who's, like, you know, been such a lockdown corner this year. I think when you guys yeah. sent, sent it that he was uh, – he's, like, the second-rated corner in the NFL this year. Yep. He yeah, shut down Amari right. uh, Cooper completely. I mean, eight, he had a couple, couple – Eight yards? Matches, but yeah. I mean, that's, totally. that's great. So, you know, but all that means is that whoever's on the other side is going to get picked on a lot more. So maybe yeah. you roll, you know, the safety down to help him out. Uh, you know – it, it removes some versatility from your defense, which is, a, I think, what Patrick Graham is going for mostly. But if you're going to get picked on like that, and, you know, the, the ease with the, which they scored at the end of the game was rough, uh, you know, on a team, you know. But that being said, there's, you know, other good parts. I mean, I know they gave up a lot of yards, uh, over 400 yards. But the Cowboys came in the game their best offense in the league with almost 500 yards a game. So they did play well despite, you know, not being as shut down as they have been in some of the games this year. Do you guys feel as if they've regressed at all, or, or you know, is this just the case of them playing a really good offense? Uh, I the problem is is they seem to get better in some aspects and then regress in others. So then it ends up being this balanced thing where it's like, okay, well, you got to put it all to completely together. Otherwise, I don't think you can hang your head on any, anything. So uh, it's a it's a mixed bag for me. Yeah, I don't think uh, that the defense took any steps forward this game. I, I know the Dallas offense is sort of high powered and they've been putting up points on everyone, but they're also starting two backup tackles and the giants and those tackles only allowed two pressures on the day. Uh, the, the, their guard, Connor Williams didn't, didn't allow any pressures. And when the core of our defenses are, 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 you know, tackles, um, that should be causing havoc in there. They, they didn't do anything. Usually we're always talking about um, Dexter Lawrence and, and, and Dalvin Tomlinson and, you know, they, they didn't, they didn't wreck the game like we, we would like to see. 
um, out of them. So I don't know if they're regressing, but it wasn't it wasn't a great day for them. And I feel like that's the only part that we can really critique about the defense because everyone else is so badly injured um, and sort of playing you know out of, out of their league for lack of a better term with with the talent that we have in the secondary. Um, so I I'll say that this is is a very good offense and it just you know they they didn't they didn't step up I don't think. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, at least we have, you know, another division game to look forward to next week uh, against the football team. Oh, those guys. The football team of Washington. The football guys. Um, yeah, the football guys. Football team. Um, so, again, you know, another bad team because this is the NFC East and the, every team is bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, um, they're these are sort of a similar team to the Giants. The Giants' defense is ranked a bit better. Um, the uh, what is it? The they're fifteenth on defense. Uh, Washington and the Giants are eighth now, coming off the loss. Um, uh, they have what the thirty first ranked o- uh, offense. Giants are thirty two. You know, oh, so ba- two bad offenses. I think what, what is misleading is that um, you know the, the the excuse me the football team has a lot <laughs> of sacks and has <clears throat> a monster front seven. And Chase Young is yeah. coming back. It's the first the first pick of the draft this year. Perfect. Um, so. I don't know, guys. I mean, this is tough because if they they're going to generate pressure on Daniel Jones, and the offense is going to have the same troubles that they've probably been having. What what it comes down to to me is you know can Washington score any points? Um, what do, what do you guys think think about this game, Colin? Uh, I think that I don't know. It, it, it's so strange as a Giant fan because like I'm sort of kind of happy for Alex Smith and and you know playing. Like we, no one ever thought he'd ever play again, and it's kind of cool. Uh, I wish he was on a different team. Obviously, uh, I still—I mean, he got rocked this past weekend, so I, I don't think he's his high. You know, confidence is very high either. We could probably exploit him. It's so hard to tell how it's going to go. The offensive line is going to get ours absolutely destroyed. I, I'm well aware. Their of that. offensive line is putrid as well. So yeah, it's tough. It's one of those games. It's like everything's mirror imaged. It's uh, there's got to be a break somewhere. I think our defense. It's a good matchup for, for our defense. I don't think there's a ton to worry about. The, Terry McLaurin is is basically the only true weapon on their offense. I think Antonio Gibson's a good running back, but we've been pretty good against the run all year. Um, other than that, we are always horrendous against tight ends, and Logan Thomas is pretty good. Um, so that could be a problem, especially with their decimated linebacking core. Um, Though, you know, Colin was talking about Alex Smith. I don't think he's going to start. I think Kyle Allen's still uh, probably going to start for them this week. But I would sort of love Alex Smith to start start and just be like the end of like the Cinderella story and he could really come out and light us up. Well, that's what it seems like. It's they're they're heading they're heading in that direction because Dwayne Haskins is a uh, a folly. Yeah. Amazing that they're uh, already trying to shop him. Uh, wild. I mean, it's crazy that, that you know we saw Josh Rosen, Kyler Murray. I guess there's precedent here now. They're just shipping shipping a guy off. Didn't even give him a shot, really. Do, do you know what tickles me the most? Do you remember during the draft when we passed over him and they had the the, the camera on him when he's sitting there with his entourage and he's looking at his phone and he does one of those like, yeah, I do remember that. Like, yeah, yeah, like oh, like you're gonna really show us, man. You are garbage. Oh, yeah, it was weird. I don't know. It's weird that they benched him too because. You know, I mean, Rivera came out and said that he needed to play better or he wasn't going to be the quarterback. And then he came out and had the best 
uh, game he's ever played. I, I, I didn't see much of it, but I was reading it. So it was a lot of dinking and dunking, but over 300 yards and a decent completion percentage. I think that Rivera just doesn't like him as a person. I think they well, are falling it, out or something. Damn, Dan Snyder what? is in, in charge of this uh, organization, so I have That's a pretty true. good feeling. He's like, oh, we suck this year. I want Trevor Lawrence, and you guys do whatever you can to make that happen. Well, Snyder's a big, ha- big guy with Haskins because his kids went to school with Haskins, so he oh. likes him. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so Snyder, he likes Snyder's money a, more a than real loyal probably. guy. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he uh, really uh, cares about that. Um, but as far as this game coming up, I, Colin said it too. Like this defense looks pretty vicious uh, for our offense. If, if our offensive line couldn't hold up against the Cowboys, um, they're going to do a lot of stuff. They figure out a lot of stuff this week to, to block to block this team and and, and protect Daniel Jones. Man, um, it's get the be... ball out of his hands. Quick passing yeah, is, I guess. is where he excelled yeah. uh, last last week. I hope they stick to the game plan. I mean, I think Garrett should call a little more. Uh, you know, Jones didn't rush at all, which has been you know some areas of success for this team. I think you know they need to call some design runs and stuff to you know maybe get these over pursuing linebackers. You know, catch them. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I'm I think the Giants are gonna maybe have the first W of the year of the year right now. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe you guys. You guys have any predictions on the score here, Colin? Dan. Oh, no, no, go Dan. Go. All right, I Dan first. Yeah, this. go ahead. <clears throat> um, I'll say Giants seventeen, <laughs> Skins eighteen. Oh boy, yeah. that's cruel. I, I can't. I can't <laughs> give him a win. I feel like I, I think like Landon Collins is going to get a, a pick six and just make it hurt oh so man bad. i read something so funny today it was like um some redskins beat writer was like landon collins might be a good will linebacker but he certainly can't play safety oh. <laughs> yeah well and that's completely true um scores for me i i get this is so difficult right now with this team and who they're playing every single week i just i feel like it's impossible to know like yeah i guess i had a high higher score for the cowboy game which was nice i think i was pretty close to what it ended up being with a loss. I think I even chose a loss too. I don't remember. We'll check the tape. Um, uh, the, the defenses are the strengths here. Yeah. 18, 17 is pretty good. I, I, I actually agree with you, TJ, the win might happen. And I think it'll take a hall of fame type game from Graham Gano and his leg. <laughs> and that would maybe at 21, 20, Sure. 21-20. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to go 19, Giants 19, um, Skins 14, and I want you to know that means four field goals and one touchdown for the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All but, field goals for me. But I, you know what? I, I, I said they were going to win last week, and my score was very low, but I was, you know, but they came close, and they've been close to winning a couple games this year. So I think Washington is bad enough to make as many dumb mistakes as the Giants and maybe make one more even dumber mistake than the Giants can do. And the Giants hey, are going to win a, this game. Even a, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Yep. And I'm going to pick the Giants in my Survivor League like an idiot. Wow. <laughs> yep, that's right. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I like that. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, so, guys, week five, any, anything fun that you want to talk about? Um, I, I know we mentioned the Bengals before, so I have to mention – Joe, they let Joe Burrow get sacked seven times, and then that one ball he threw to AJ Green. AJ Green didn't even try to catch it, and it was intercepted by Marcus Peters, and he just stood there. Um, poor Joe. <laughs> I just feel bad for Joe Burrow because he has really gone to the place where your career does never gets off 
at all. Yeah. Bummer for him. I hope. I hope he's good though. He he is he looks he good, good so far, but uh, that team is just habitually just the worst. I, I don't know what's wrong with the Bengals. Poor poor Bengals fans, man. They have it worse than we do. Yeah, kind of. Um, well, I was interested. I got to watch a little bit of the um, the Raiders Chiefs game, and mm. like that was a that was a very interesting game to watch. That was uh, Raiders are a good team. Raiders I guess. are legit, man. I think Gruden's a good coach or something. It's kind of strange. Henry Ruggs is very fast. Oh yeah, yes. He, he was. I, I'm just happy that that was the first time the Chiefs lost in, in a long time. It's it's nice to see the champions go down. I love the underdogs. Something's, I know. I know our buddy Ross was happy that, that the Raiders yeah. won. He's a big Raiders guy. So yeah. And I, I Mahomes though. What what's up? Oh yeah, he looked. Uh, he looked. You know, almost Colt McCoy esque. Like very good, but not quite. You know, at the level he usually plays. <laughs> Do you think he's injured? Do you think he picked up something? He looked a little skittish or something well, so, I, I what know. was it like uh i forget which player on the patriots who had covid like was oh a photo Stephen, of him directly uh, in his face yeah who knows i'm dan i see uh i, I just noticed uh halfway through the pod that you were wearing a cleveland brown shirt and i, I oh yeah maybe. i had to start myself from laughing oh, god it's so obnoxious uh yeah they're actually good which is interesting that division is is pretty formidable other than the Bengals. i have to say it's a ridiculous division the Steelers, Ravens, Browns. Yeah, I mean, they would each one of those teams would be at the top of the NFC, East, no problem. Oh yeah, that's a clear uh, path to the playoffs for any of those teams if they're in our division. I'm, I'm very excited for all all of those teams and their fans. Very excited. <laughs> totally. Um, what else is there? <laughs> uh, Falcons finally fired uh, Dan Quinn, Demetri- I, I You know those guys. Dimitrov <sighs> made some good picks in his day, but I think it was time to change over that regime. I know they yeah. had some momentum towards the end of the year, and that's how Dan Quinn kept his job. But like, why don't you wait till your own five? Like, the team is just loaded with talent, and, and they can't win a game. It's 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 sad to me. Bunch yeah. of wet blankets. Yeah, you know, um, well, it, it should it might be instructive for what the Giants should do as far as our general manager. <laughs> um, but F- fire I, him it's, now. It's, it's not in the Giants' tradition to do something like that mid-season. We need to, yeah, you know. Make sure Kevin Abrams has enough time to figure out what he's going to do when he takes over the team. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess the the only funny thing here is that the Jets are probably worse than the Giants. I wish they were playing each other this year. This would be a Me great too, year man. for them to play each other. Oh, that'd be the best. <laughs> oh God, what a, what what a game that would be. Do you think Joe Flacco, dude? Oh man, poor Darnold too. Is Darnold bad or is he just in a bad place? I think he's, he's in a bad I think, place. He's bad. I think he's in a bad place. I think his head is like very messed up. I think he's uh, he's probably calling Mark Sanchez and seeing Sanchez. Which, which, Yeah, he's getting Sanchez on, on the same team, which is just typical. New York Jets, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, as always, please subscribe. Write us a review if you can. Any questions, comments, concerns, uh, shoot us an email at BigBlueUnitedPodcast at gmail.com. And please follow uh, Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. Have a good night. Brighter days are ahead. That's right. Start your mock draft, guys. (laughs) Later, guys. Bye.